It's fun. It's uh, we are live. Yay, Wonderful. <laughs> you know, it, it's so beautiful nowadays. You can just uh, press a button, and you know, you you have access to so many people and you know, computers from all over the world. It's always super exciting. I know. It's it's. Um... If my mom knew how to use them, she'd be the one one person coming on to watch. So, oh, I love that. Well, my parents, you know, I'm I'm so proud to say they always support me, and yeah, you yeah. know, they they I, I'm sure they will be the one. We already have a bunch of viewers. I'm sure two of them. It's <laughs> it's them back there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm uh, I'm really excited. We'll, we'll wait just a few more minutes to let everyone settle in. But, you know, before we get more people in here, I just wanted to personally thank you for for taking the time because you're so busy. So it means the world that you do this for us. Well, I appreciate the the invitation. Um, you know, this this kind of thing is is not something I do very often. I'm, I'm quite private as you know so. I know that's why that's why we are so humbled and excited and you know it's it's such a big deal so we really you know we really value and appreciate uh, you doing this because you're so private and everyone wants to pick your brains I mean there's no I'm not saying this to be nice but there's no one person in the industry that doesn't love you and I mean oh, when wow. that's the truth that's the I'm truth so red. <laughs> I love it. Well, what you should do, uh, because we're going to get, you know, we already have like, uh, oh my gosh, we already have like 30 people live with us, which is wonderful. Hi, guys. I appreciate Perfect. you taking the time. Uh, so as we have more people coming in and then all through the day, people are going to, you know, view the podcast. I would love for you to spend like five minutes just, you know, talking about yourself and, you know, telling people a bit about who is Todd Lamb and, you know, what do you do? Sure. Um, again, thank you so much for, for the invite and um, to be uh, in, in the poll position for the launch of your podcast. That's super exciting. I think that you're always on the cutting edge when it comes to giving your affiliates value. And, and um, this, uh, as it evolves, I'm sure will be very transformative for people's business. So that's super exciting. And, and again, thank you. Um, for myself growing up, you know, um, I, I live in Canada and I'm, I'm out on the West Coast. I grew up on the prairies uh, in bitterly cold climate <laughs> and uh, eventually moved out to the West Coast when I was 19. And um, I've been out here full time since uh, 22 or 23 years old after I got out of uh, out of the army. Um, but I, you know, initially my life even though uh, I had a deep, deep desire as a young person to run a business, uh, the, the trajectory of my life was such that I really focused on public service, um, primarily because uh, I had a daughter at such a young age. Um, I was 19, my wife was 18. And, um, you know, I felt that I needed to be able to provide. And so I chose public service. I entered uh, the Canadian Forces. And then once I left the forces, uh, I did a brief stint um, commercial diving for a couple of years uh, until my body just couldn't take it anymore. And from there, uh, I ended up joining the police department where I spent the majority of my career in 
as a canine officer and then as a SWAT team leader. So, um, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Impressive. I mean, you're just telling us like it's no big deal, but it's like a super, a real life hero, right? Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't, I love I don't it. see it that way. But, well, um, I, I would love to tell people that don't know this about you. Well, Todd flies his own helicopter. That's right. <laughs> A year ago, when I had the pleasure of visiting uh, Vancouver, he flew me in his own helicopter. I mean, yeah. how cool is that? How cool is that? Uh, it's, you know, it, it it's one of those things that I just... Um, you know, for anybody who's a pilot, you will know that it is absolutely addicting um, to see the world from that perspective. It really uh, gets you anchored to, um, you know, this this gift that we have called planet Earth and, and life itself, you know, and then, you know, like you were able to see um, some of the, the, the magnificent glaciers that we have just in our backyard. And then when you get to, to visit these spots in a heli, because they're so maneuverable, um, you know, you can land in these places where f- footprints have not yet been. And, and that's wildly exciting. And, and so, you know, once a week, I try to get out to these places that, um, you know, have not been discovered yet uh, for the most part. So, yeah, it's, it's very addicting um but it's it's something that i'm extraordinarily passionate about and i want to share with as many people as i can because it's it's um, it really is life-changing i mean that's how i that's how i explain my visit it, it really is life-changing and incredible i don't know if you can see the comments too but we we have a lot of great feedback todd is batman i agree like it's it's <laughs> I wish I had a cave with a, a Batmobile or something, but that's awesome. With a car. <laughs> oh, we have Joel here. Joel, he's from hey, Joel. Vancouver. That's amazing. Yeah, he's smoked out right now, just like we are because of the fires oh, down south. Right, it's been, uh, it's been nasty here, but um, I don't want to. I don't want to take away from the time we have to share some stuff. Absolutely. So I, I will. I will uh, get into it. So before the podcast, what we do, we send a newsletter to all our affiliate partners, and we ask them to send us a few questions, right? Stuff that they really want to hear from you. So we make sure that everything we ask, it's something they're interested in. So one of the questions, because, and really our viewers are a lot of affiliates. However, so many people in our space are both, right? The product owners and an affiliate. However, we have seen a trend where a lot of affiliates are trying to become product owners, right? And we are the type of people that we really want to help with information. And the best thing we can do is be very honest about the process. So you will see some of the questions, even though we get them from affiliates, they really are very relevant to you as a product owner. So the the main thing that people talk about a lot is traffic. And for new product owners, where do you encourage them to get traffic from? They need customers, they need sales, just in general, of course. Yeah, I mean, once you're at the point where you're you're looking for traffic and and you know you think um either it's untested or it's it's been tested to a degree and now now you're you're starting to get ready to scale um 
you know, aside from, from having your own resources internally, like a, a, an email list, if you, if you haven't progressed that far yet, you're going to have to go out and you're going to have to engage a network uh, like Max Web. And um, in order to do that, you really have to be alive to your numbers because um, whether you're doing a rev share or you're doing a, a CPA, a cost per acquisition model, it, it is incredibly important that you know your numbers, not only uh, the front end value, but all the way through your funnel and then how those people, those acquisitions produce from you from a revenue standpoint over time. And if you can't map that, if you haven't figured out what that sequence of events is, um, you, you need to hire somebody. Uh, from a technical standpoint, like a Chris Mercer, uh, those kinds of people who are who are incredibly good at analytics and and um, tracking uh, that purchase process, um, or you know, be be good at it yourself. But um, you know, when when you connect with with Max Web, for example, and and you say, okay, well, I want to pay you know eighty dollars CPA, and you know, you've got a thirty seven dollar front end product, um, you know, you better know that that and be comfortable with going backwards for one, two or three months, you know, and then when you know those numbers and you're paying for traffic, it, it is, um, you know, pretty important that, that, uh, you be able, uh, to have the cash flow to manage that. So people don't understand, um, really that at the end of the day, that it's a cash flow game, because if, if you're spending a hundred thousand dollars a month, but you're not going to get it back for 90 days and you have to turn that off, then your, your offer is dead in the water before it even really gets started. So, um, it is amazing it is a game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. if, 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 if you can't do it, which I'm not that guy, but I know, I know what numbers need to be tracked. Mm -hmm. I don't get somebody with, you know, curly hair glasses and a big brain to do it for me because I'm, I'm not that guy. Well, but it, this is something so important that you just touched based on because honestly, we get so many product owners that would love the traffic. Uh, they want to offer a big CPA because they know that's what the norm is in the industry. And if chances are they've been affiliate themselves, they know as an affiliate to expect 80, 90, even 100 bucks for a supplement on a CPA, yeah. right? So yeah. they start offering those big CPAs and then they get into a lot of trouble two months later because refunds come in, chargebacks yeah. come in. So okay. honestly, what Todd is saying, and it's really a reality, you have to be really good about looking at your upsells, at your backend sales, at all the upsells, all the recurring you have in the funnel, because you're going to end up losing a lot of money otherwise. For sure. It's, it, you know, and this is this is the way the game has transitioned uh, you know, since I've been into it full time um, for five years now, it's uh, actually five years this month, but um, the game changed. It went from, you know, everybody with having these lovely, warm uh, email lists that were very robust. They were transitional. They were always being refreshed with hundreds of thousands of new people and you could lean on them because they were getting customers um, you know, at a relatively cheap cost. And so they were prepared on a revenue basis to give you those customers for, for rev share kind of uh, arrangements. But that changed, you know, when, yep. when it suddenly 
went from, you know, 75% commission was acceptable to a hundred, 105% commission, um, you know, or, you know, your, your offer had to produce a dollar value. Otherwise they, they, they wouldn't send for you anymore. It got, it got scary quick. And, and so that kind of dovetails into, uh, possibly our discussion around mm-hmm. product owners or being a product owner, man, you, you, you've got a lot of risk to assume, uh, as a, as a product owner, if, if you're really going to service your customer, which is, is what it should be about. That's I'm, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, besides getting traffic, you know, which we're going to touch base all through the um, podcast today, uh, we have a lot of affiliates that are thinking about becoming product owners. So honestly, I want you to be as frank as possible, you know, give them some real tips because the goal here is not to uh, make it sound fluffy, beautiful, full of rainbows. And then obviously they'll get in trouble uh, 30 days from now. So give them some real tips like, okay, you want to become a product owner. Yeah. Watch out for this, uh, for the tips I'm going to give you. So you have the floor. <laughs> I wish I could talk in rainbows. I'm sure I'd make my team much happier and warmer. <laughs> I, I don't possess that skill, unfortunately. I'm, I'm very direct. So listen, I mean, if you're going to create a product, you, you, you should be passionate about what it is that you're doing and and when i was in tactics and we would plan a hostage rescue for example you plan in reverse and from from a successful outcome so you should always want your outcome to be successful and that is a successful customer and the way you build that is from from the back to the front so if you don't have a team what people don't realize is that the first point of contact for many of your customers is your customer service team. And unless they're available 24, seven, 365, if you're doing anything at volume, um, you're, you're going to fry pretty, pretty quickly. If it's just a two, three, 10 sale a day product, um, you know, like we were when we first started with cold traffic, I did it. I did it all myself. I did the whole business myself my business partner ran the copy and i i did everything else and you can do that but as soon as you start to hit any measure of scale you're going to burn out and you're you're going to um you know fry your customers and then very quickly you're going to toast your offer that you've worked so hard to uh to build and so plan in reverse plan from a successful customer outcome. If you're just thinking, Hey, I'm a decent copywriter or Hey, I know how to drive traffic. Um, and you put up an offer and it gets to, you know, some traction, let's say you, you, you've, you've kind of created the, the unicorn, so to speak. Um, you know, unless you have those systems and processes in place, there's no long-term game in it. And, and sometimes really that's the problem that that we see um you know people see an offer that's doing well and they think oh those those people must be you know just hand over fist money well when you have you know 20 30 people in the back end of those products making that thing work and making that system work that's and you know what goes into managing those people um, from a human resource perspective um you know keeping them engaged representing your brand uh, it's, it's a big deal. It's not just, you know, um, some killer VSL leading to, you know, uh, one, three, five packages of sawdust 
and you know you you go retire in bali that's that's unfortunately the dream that gets sold if you believe yeah. truly in customer success then you're gonna you're gonna build uh your business to to achieve that Yep, absolutely. And honestly, I feel, you know, I, I'm glad you said this because we see it a lot on the dream that's being sold. And, you know, when it comes to digital marketing, a lot of people have the impression that, you know, we're on the beach with our laptops. It's super easy. We don't work very much. Well, you know, the, it really, we work a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, always I see I see product owners that think it's super easy to be an affiliate. And lately we see a lot of affiliates that think it's very easy to be a product owner. It's, it's so, always, it's always the way that it is. Everybody, you know, um, the way that we've structured our business and if you're going to build that business is, is to be vertically integrated in that way. Our business has uh, a highly skilled copywriter um, who's one of our business partners. Another one of our business business partners is a highly uh, skilled native um, traffic aficionado, you know, affiliate. And then, um, my background is operations. And so between the three of us, now we've got something that, that we can build a business on. But the moment you try to, to be all things, uh, is setting yourself up for failure in my opinion. Yep. Um, I noticed we have a question. So if you don't mind, as we get them, I'll, 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 sh I'll share them with you. So Daisy sure. said, Todd, one of our affiliates wants to know what type of offer should he start with? Uh, if he wants to create it, should it be a digital or a supplement? Uh, the, the, you know, the trend certainly is towards supplements. Um, but that has a, you know, you can, you can do, um, you know, white label drop ship type supplement mm -hmm. offers. Uh, they're very difficult to differentiate uh, in in your copy. And, you know, for for all of our physical offers, that's, you know, how we set ourselves apart is through very meticulous uh, R&D around um, the ingredients and then being able to speak to it in the copy. With physical products, you have um, a lot more management around uh, the product itself, you know, the shipping of it, ma maintaining the cogs and being able to afford uh, to buy and replenish your supply, managing that supply chain. And so if you're if you're a single person trying to do all of these things, it becomes very difficult. If you have two, three, four people, um, the world is, is certainly trending towards, you know, that that physical um quick fix, uh, you know, is, is often what, what we see, but, um, you know, digital has been very successful for us. So we, you know, particularly in the guy side of the business with our, um, fighting and shooting offers, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, we, we run those all digital and, and they're very successful because the, you know, the type of offer itself lends itself to, um, being a, a digital format like videos and and that kind of stuff. So um, there's no one really good answer. It depends on on where you want to run it and and your capacity right. to manage that that system. 
That's perfect. And I, I, I do agree. It depends so a lot on where you want to run it. And, you know, depends if you want like a quick win, you want an offer that's going to be relevant for you to make some money, uh, you know, for a month or two, or if you want something sustainable, that's going to be around for a long time. And honestly, it's no secret. We uh, partner up and we love the type of product owners, you know, that really care about the customer experience. And, you know, it's an eye for you to go um, at Pure Life Organics on Instagram or Facebook, and you're going to see how beautiful the content is. And it's really extremely, you know, it really is targeting the customer needs. I mean, we can say you know, we can say stuff like this and then you know the people watching are going to go to insta you know and if it's not true it's going to be obvious and yeah. it really depends on the type of brand that you that you want to create so yeah, i agree I mean, that we we leverage social in a way that that is designed to you know if you if you happen to buy our greens here's how you use them and and we have uh one of our one of our subject matter experts making fudge balls with our chocolate greens or we have somebody making a popsicle with our flat belly tea you know it's all of these fantastic value ads i'm i'm, I'm not there to sell i'm there to create value and and uh, you know anchor people uh to our brand i mean at the end of the day if pure life organics goes up in flames tomorrow nobody's going to remember it unless i've done those things and done them well and, and increased my reach and so um you know it, it's a long game none of this is is short you could i mean we we could have faded away into nothing after you know uh the flat belly fix came out in 2016 um but you know it's just there, there's just too much work to do um, yeah. to, to really transform people's lives. And so um, we, we just decided to continue to build and build and build. And that's kind of the evolution of where we're headed for sure. <clears throat> well, this is a fun question. Uh, Cam got this one from one of our affiliates on Skype. Todd, what is your favorite book? <laughs> oh, um, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm one of these guys that, that uh, you know, I did all the reading. I haven't read anything significant in terms of business. Um, but, uh, you know, think and grow rich is such a powerful book. Um, the secret I really enjoyed, um, in, in, in a, in a light way. Um, but you know, I always come back to, to think and grow rich, but I am a firm believer that once you've read, you know, um, all, all or any of these books at some point you just have to to get out and do um, you know if if I've got time for reading that means I'm probably not creating or, or strategizing around uh, our next you know launch or our next product or um, connecting with with somebody in business you know my my job now as the ceo of my company is to build leaders and i i need to focus on what i'm doing with with our people internally and how uh I, i'm building them up to be successful themselves whether in their you know in their in their endeavors if they don't stay with us forever or if um you know they they want to take on leadership roles that that's that's my job and and leadership and and the books around leadership are wonderful and they're they're very good and they give you um clarity around your vision and values and and how to establish all that but at some point you got to do the thing and and that's where i'm at at you know at, at this point in my life for sure 
That's beautiful. And honestly, it sounds, you know, when we hear business people talk, right? I, I did my MBA at UCLA and it, it sounded like something cheesy, like, oh my gosh, you have to read a lot of business books. So what yeah. is really that going to have to do with you being like a good leader? Well, guess yeah. what? It's, it's life changing. I mean, we have brilliant people that have spent 50 years and entrepreneurs, maybe even 10 years more than you, right? Uh, but they already went through stages that you haven't as a new entrepreneur. So I completely agree. They're incredibly valuable. I mean, it really transforms your journey and takes so many bad steps <laughs> that you yeah. can avoid because, you know, you're really, when you read a good business book, you're really investing time in figuring out other people's, uh, you know, mistakes and then you really learn how to how to avoid them uh, yeah. that's you know i i once you kind of have that 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 good foundation in sound business practice you understand the principles you you know uh, particularly around building your own business um you know you have to then you know go from the theoretical to the practical and once you you can apply um the theory to practice that's when for me personally when the 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 myelin you know makes that connection in my brain and and now it's like oh man it's it's you know it's one of those things that just takes time it's the same way like i i, I can attribute it to tactics or even to flying helicopters the the very first day i could not hover that helicopter it didn't matter what i did <laughs> It was like a rodeo and, and thank God I had an instructor because I'd be dead, you know, and then suddenly, you know, 15 days into it, I pick it up and I'm staying in the same place and your brain like that is what I love about the human brain. It is such a powerful thing. So get anchored in the principles, but at some point go out and do the thing and uh, you'll be amazed how quickly you learn. I had a really interesting conversation with Tom Chi, who is uh, the inventor of Google Glass. And he's, oh, wow. he's, tell yeah, us. He, yeah, he, you know, he he is he is is what just solidified this thought process for me. He said, "How long do you think?" And and this is in one of his TED talks. Um, he said, "How long do you think it took us to build the first Google Glass?" And and people are like, "Oh, you know, nine months, six months." He's like, "A day." It took us a day to build the first prototype because we didn't have meetings about it. We didn't sit and read about it. We got in and we built it. And it was made of a coat hanger, some type of reflective mirror. Oh. They built the first prototype in a day. And, and that was, you know, we were talking about drone planting for, for trees, which is, is, you know, something we're passionate about. But, um, you know, the, the point was, You've got to get in and and do it. If if you're going to learn a new traffic source, do it. If you're going to build a product, do it. You know, you, that's the only way to figure these things out. I didn't know how to run a business. I knew how to run a tactical team. I had to get and learn how to do it. And I've been coached and mentored along the way. And, and these have been my my biggest assets. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. So one of one of the questions that I think is actually super good um, that I got here. Uh, do you utilize email traffic and lists a lot for your business? I think Absolutely. they mean, you, you know, do you use email traffic a lot? Yes. So um, two ways, you know, uh, lists. Um, 
Liz Graham, who, who everybody in our space is, is well aware of, manages all of our uh, internal and then our external. So she does a lot of biz dev on our behalf as well and um, tracks the performance of all our offers and is, is extraordinarily gifted when it, when it comes to um, sourcing email traffic and, you know, her, her Texan in her doesn't allow her to BS. <laughs> so it's, it's either that sucked or that was great you know which which i love and so she is somebody that we've you know utilized man when i first came into the into the business she came over to to our business you know in 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 sort of a um uh just more of a project manager role and then developed her skills around email. And then, um, you know, not to, to sit through the interview here and pump her tires, but she's a resource around using email traffic because you can get dog crap or you can get good lists. And so you want to reach out to somebody who's got experience in if you're going to buy traffic, because there's just a lot of junk out there. You know, when, when I see some of these numbers, people put up about how their lists perform and, and, you know, they've got 4 million records. <laughs> it's just not possible to be performing that well. Otherwise, you know, you'd, you'd be the richest person on the planet, but um, yeah, we use it a lot and it's, it's very effective. Again, if you know your numbers, because sometimes you're going backwards, you know, you, you can spend 50, 60,000 bucks a month on drops um, that don't make you that back until 90, 120, you know, 180 yeah. days. So. so one of the questions that I saw here, and it's actually very relevant. Uh, do you know what you guys use for opt-ins, like the email opt-ins or the team usually, you know, has specific tools that they use? Um, yeah, I don't, we don't, we don't do any lead gen traffic. So um, there's no, there's no tool uh, that, that we have in our inventory where, where we're, um, trying to obtain leads. So it, it, I can't help there. What I can say is I don't love lead gen traffic. Um, it's very difficult to monetize and even mm -hmm. more so lately we do, we've done some, some co-reg stuff, which most people shy away from, but on our gun side, uh, and, and fight side, we've had really good success, um, with, uh, with a co-reg, but, um, you know, other than, other than that, you know, we, we haven't done anything opt-in and, and no specific tools. Um, oh, I, I'm just coming, I, I'm uh, reading the questions as we go. Uh, one of yeah. the question here was, what do you think is the best product on MaxWeb? Well, I'm going to reply first and then I'm yeah. going to let Todd reply. I personally think it's flat belly fix. Now it's Todd's turn, right? <laughs> Go. Um, you know, I'm not sure what the top <laughs> offer is is in there because um, Brian usually does most of the affiliate stuff on there. But, um, you know, anything that has the metrics that are, that are good conversion coupled with low refund, that's certainly what you'd, you'd want to you look at. And then it depends on on your niche, you know, there's diet traffic, mm -hmm. there is, uh, any, you know, we kind of differentiate, um, you know, product versus, um, 
the the word escapes me but the the point is when you enter um your traffic that you're trying to attract based on a single avatar versus multiple avatars so any offer that is really singularly focused say on you know and easy to promote those are the kinds of things that that i think are, are really good for affiliates yep i agree and honestly what i always say um you know if you're not sure those account managers should be your best friends i've been saying this all the time because we want to know what's your traffic source what's your niche what type of you know traffic you have and then it's going to be very easy for us to help you pick a really good offer right how todd said maybe it's weight loss maybe is you know survival there are many different you know categories so it really depends and you know Todd and I would love to help, but really the account managers are the ones that see all the offers all the time. They see what all the other affiliates are doing and, you know, they, they really love to help. Um, yeah. 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 And, and, you know, that, that's kind of important to understand around, you know, the way you're going to position your, your traffic and then what offer you want to plug into, you know, if, if, you're using landers or jump pages or whatever people are are calling them and then if your source is native or if it if it's facebook and um you know if you're if you're doing gray hat tactics on facebook and and all of these different sort of things um you know you want to have the right offer to do that and and you know um it oftentimes requires a different tactic or approach for a different channel, you know, like native people, um, don't respond or native customers don't respond the same way that Facebook customers, the same way that YouTube customers, um, the same way as GDN, all of those, those different channels require the product owner, um, to have resources available for, for those different channels. Right. And, and, you know, whether it's a VSL or a written lander and, uh, man, it's, it's, it's very complex. Yep, I agree. Uh, this is a good one from Andra. Uh, I don't know if you know her. She's a common friend. She also has a product. And, yeah. uh, you know, talking about junk traffic, is native still reliable for both digital and physical products? Um, she received a lot of junk, junk traffic from another network. I told her not to use the name, right? Because we don't want to, sure. yeah. uh, we don't want to point fingers, but, you know, it does happen. So from your experience, do you still see native as a reliable traffic source? Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, um, you know, we think that if you are very skilled as an affiliate, you should be able to set up your tracking in such a manner that you're using sub IDs all the way through. So you can determine traffic source or even, you know, like say we we're using max web, we use max web, uh, traffic source affiliate. So we set up sub IDs three ways so that we can just say, Hey, Anna shut down seven, seven, nine, two, because they're sending garbage or they're fraudulent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. you know, so, so that really amounts it's to your ability important. to manage your traffic and, and, and you want to do that through adequately setting up using tools. And I'm not sure what Brian's using. I mean, we use uh tune, um, right mm-hmm. now, um, to, to manage most of that 
but uh, that's 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 such a good reply and thank you for saying this obviously we got the questions live so nothing is rehearsed oh we yeah. tell this a lot to product owners and actually we many times decline onboarding new offers if they don't have the capability to help us with really good tracking and making yeah. sure all those type ids and all those variables and the technical aspects are impeccable because it's going to be super hard to you know maintain the quality and ensure we have all the details too right because yeah. you want to know all the pubs that are doing native the ones that are doing facebook the ones that are doing email so if you don't keep track of the sub ids it's going to be impossible to know the conversion rates for specific traffic sources so yeah, yeah that's and that's fantastic so um another question very you know pragmatic uh to the point uh you're a new product owner do you think it's better to get your own payment processing or go with the alternative of using someone like clickbank or buy goods or dg store 24 what is best do your own processing or go with one of the platforms uh i would say you'd have to know how well your your processor um you know tolerates the type of traffic source that you're going to have and the offer that you're going to mm -hmm. have because um you can you can process yourself and and play the game of managing mids and and all of that kind of stuff if you've got an offer with a high refund rate but that's a job in itself and so then you're not going to be able to focus on the things that um one of these other processors offers in terms of of you know ease of implementation you do pay a higher premium but some of the features around it make it easier to be promoted you know when when you start to process yourself then you you know you've got all of these third-party apps which is the best which one are most people going to sign up for what's your ability to to operate that um you know whereas some of the the other uh, places have these features built in and and yes you you're paying for them but um you know it's it's sometimes just makes it smoother easier to get off the ground and you can look at payment processing uh yourself when you're you know you're completely stabilized as a business and you understand all of the various components to being successful awesome I, that's really good um i noticed a question here earlier so it's not really as much for you, but I want to address it because, you know, uh, I love when people are not uh, shy and they ask us stuff directly. So Ibad was asking about issues with offer creation for Facebook. Um, so Ibad, please send us a message on, on Messenger on Facebook with your Skype or your Telegram, and then one of the account manager will, will ping you and help you with some details. So I just wanted to make sure we, we address that as well. Um, sure. Then we had a question about a good email marketing strategy. So I personally am not the expert. I, you know, I Todd, I was thinking we can get Liz or <laughs> one of yeah. the experts. If you have any insight, please let us know um, on like a, a good and straight profitable marketing strategy for you. Yeah, it, it really boils down to opens and clicks. You know, like if 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 you don't have the ability to write those very, um, you know, luscious, just like, oh my God, I have to open that email. You know, you don't possess that skill as a copywriter, then you're going to have to go out and get that done. So the strategy, you know, just from, 
from that first phase of that process opens and clicks you have to have very good subject lines which have to be tested and proven mm-hmm. and then you have to have uh, a body in the content that um you know people people want to want to click on and then obviously the offer has to convert but but that's something completely different so subject lines i agree yeah. <laughs> content right i mean yeah. it's so important uh todd is asking um are there any offers to promote on facebook that you can use that go direct to sales page without getting into trouble with facebook um yeah i mean we have we we have two that have worked um for years we've we've had our combat fighter that's been promoted on facebook it's going on uh two three years now um, and then our home workout system goes direct to the lander. So things like that, you know, um, Kyle Leon's uh, yoga burn with with Zoe, they go direct to, to the lander. Any product really that, that seems to be staying around for a while that uh, is built properly and, and by built properly, it's it's not one of these junk quizzes to nowhere that puts you on a lander. It's, it's legitimate, um, you know, add to a page. The page has got the right structure. So there's, it's, it's almost like a mini site, you know, that's got mm-hmm. a, a home button. It's got, you know, terms and conditions. It's got privacy policy, that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, all of those, all of those things are, are available, but that's what you want to look for. Um, so you're not going to get your account swept, but you know, you can be the most compliant offer in, in all of the planet. Then Facebook will still sweep you just for kicks. I think, you know, somebody wakes up in a bad mood some days and just kicks people off. It's, it's an unpredictable. Yep, I, I agree. And Tom, Tom, really good question. You know, we really have seen, for example, combat, it's an offer where you can send directly to the page. And I believe being, you know, having the digital aspect helps a lot. So that's a really great example. And, you know, again, Tom, one of the account manager will be more than happy to help you. We can set you up with combat, you know, give you like two, three options for offers that we know are, are doing well on Facebook, because ultimately you should try something that we know for sure is going to stick and is not going to get you in trouble. And three days later, getting your account yeah. shut off. That's the because you know you we know that that happens too uh unfortunately um all right beautiful so this is a this is a great question um i had a really good chat with emily emily has an offer too uh you yep. know the back to life and she was telling us a bit about the customer behavior so as um as you and I were chatting, um, I have my Skype up because I asked the affiliates to send me questions, right? If they're shy and they don't want to have the questions live on Facebook. So one of the one of the questions was, um, as a trend, what are some of the trends you are seeing when it comes to customer behavior? You know, with so, COVID, yeah. things have changed a bit. Sure. Yeah. You know, um, obviously, people people uh, are are concerned about uh, their, their health, but they're in a way that they're buying, um, practices of change. So they, so they're going to be accessing things that they can do in their house, the products that they, they want, they want to be able to, um, have them delivered to their house, whether it's a digital or whether it's a physical, 
um, you know, that that's pretty, pretty straightforward. They are becoming increasingly uh, alive to bullshit. Um, mm -hmm. You know, the, so, you know, it, the, their ability to see through junk quickly and, and, you know, Emily, um, her product is, is absolutely well positioned. And even to go back to Tom's um, question, that's, that's a very safe product to promote on Facebook that that's been, you know, around for years, but um, the behaviors around that people, people want to, to, to be healthy. They're not going to be going to their practitioners. They don't trust the, the, the public spaces just yet. And so when you can offer, things like, um, you know, a, a pain remedy or, um, you know, something that's going to enhance the quality of their life from the comfort of their own home. Uh, that's going to get a lot more traction than, than, you know, something that is, you know, Hey, go do this at the gym or, you know, it, yeah. it's still putting them, making them feel a little bit where they're, they're going to have to, to question, um, whether or not, you know, that's the safest bet. So. Yep, that's that's a really good one. And what we're seeing, um, customers are still buying, right? But I think it's it's really the time, and customers really have um, egocentricity around the fact that they do want to be healthy, they want to feel better. So even if it's not something specific like immunity, uh, they still want to get in shape and feel better because you know when it comes to the virus, we you know without getting into anything specific because you know we're not the experts. We do know that people that have you know a good physical health are going to get better sooner. So we are seeing that people really invest in products that are going to help them even lose weight, feel better, you know, yeah. uh, get in shape. So Sleep. you know, the sleep's a mm -hmm. big one. You know that that's uh, that's the number one way you're gonna you're gonna boost immunity is is good quality sleep. So um, yeah, things things like that are, are definitely um, on people's mind on a daily basis how are they going to navigate all the stress uh the uncertainty all of that kind of stuff and and so you want to be able to provide that solution in a meaningful way yep absolutely um oh this is a good one um how do you think our industry will be impacted impacted in 2020 and what adam means here uh because him and i were discussing uh you know do you think that digital marketing is going to continue trending up the way we saw it this year or you think you know with covid it's going to change and we're going to have this like you know a black era of not being you know profitable with digital marketing yeah, no, I think it's, I think um, it's going to continue. I think that the people who are smart about it and know their numbers well enough and, and um, can sustain, uh, you know, the, the longer game are, are going to be the ones who ultimately come out on top. Um, I think that uh, there's going to be more competition. The, obviously the bigger stores are, are coming into the platform platforms and, and uh, into those auctions for, uh, those, those, um, customers eyeballs. And so you, you just have to be, uh, very good at, at, at your craft. And, and that's why I caution people about wanting to go, you know, into too many places. If you're a good affiliate, get better, you know, become the, the master of that craft. If you're a product owner, make it a product that is so irresistible that, that, you know, affiliates who are, you know, masters 
you know, want to promote and then build relationships with, with those people. You know, it's, you know, it, it, it's a very synergistic relationship between, um, the, the different aspects of the business. And I'd, I'd rather spend the time building relationships with people than, you know, necessarily wasting time trying to build a core competency that I just don't have, you know? That's that's such a good point. And, you know, going back to, you know, traffic, uh, you know, we discussed about it in the beginning before we got uh, a lot of questions, which I love and we appreciate. Um, you know, what are a few things you want people to take away from our talk today when it comes to traffic? You know, they need traffic. What they should do, right? Because you as a product owner, you have seen it all, you know, give them some details and tips about where they can get customers. Yeah, I would say that, um, you know, you want to be in places, whether it's, it's, you know, if, if, if you're a product owner, you want to be in places that and adding value to places that um, people who are uh, product owners as well, um, because oftentimes they'll already have customer lists that you can, you know, if you have a relationship or build a relationship with them that, you um, you can test, be, uh, be prepared to, uh, spend money to test. That's, that's one of the things that, um, I learned early on is, is, you know, it's, you can, you can test a product over six months or you can test it over a week. It still costs you the same. Like, you know, the only thing <laughs> you lose is, is, um, the, the time, right. Then, and, uh, that kind of time you, you, you could have already optimized that offer and been, been profitable. So test quickly. Um, and that often means paid traffic. So be prepared to, to burn through, uh, some money and bleed. We, we, we with the flat belly fix, we bled for, <laughs> oh boy, nine months <clears throat> optimizing that offer. And, and then one day it clicked and worked and, and, uh, we're off to the races, but, um, you know, it, it really is about uh, understanding your business, knowing what you can afford to pay, and then finding those sources like a good network, uh, uh, like Max Web, that will will say, you know, okay, be prepared. This is what we need, and and you know, Anna will come back and give you the details. Just didn't convert. Sorry, <laughs> you know, back to the drawing board. But now you know, right? <laughs> it's that is that you have to have speed in this industry. You have to be able to be nimble and, and really, um, you know, implement things quickly and, and get your data quickly and understand. Otherwise it, you know, you, you the opportunity cost of not doing that is, is, uh, excessive. That's so valuable. I mean, uh, you know, I, I wish I, we're going to have subtitles for this just to to have people on to remind them uh, for Todd with one of his offers. It took nine months of, you know, bleeding and being in the red because he worked very hard to optimize the offer. And to be honest, on this side, I see a lot of product owners and the very successful one have really had the same experience. They spend a lot of time and effort in the beginning to really optimize and make the offers work. So it's really, it's not like you're going to have an offer and you're going to start being super profitable a week later, which 
you know, a lot of the people that are new to the industry expect this. So it was such an important thing for you to say as someone that has more than one very successful offers, you know, to say, hey, it takes some time. You're going to have to put money into, you know, into testing. Um, So it's it's good. (laughs) It hurts sometimes, that's for sure. But, um, you know, it's it's a process it's a business you know you don't you know nothing that that's worth having comes quickly in my opinion but yeah oh this is this is another good question what are the top three tools you personally use day to day to maximize your workflow and uh, uh, stay productive yeah calendar i mean i i you know i i feel uh very fortunate that um Internally, I just have a, a desire and, and level of discipline that, um, you know, I, I can be productive within within a, a certain time frame. But, uh, you know, my calendar is is the first and foremost. I, I check that. It's the last thing I do um, before I slip my phone off uh, into, um, you know, airplane mode. I, I, I cannot be reached after 8 p.m. at night. It's, it's not possible because I'm sleeping. And, um, you know, having my calendar, that last view sets me up for the next day. You know, pen and paper, I, I make notes on what it is that I want to achieve. You know, I'm not, I'm not super high tech. I don't, you know, use, you know, have multiple day planners or or um, things like that and i'm 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 not distracted i you know (laughs) i still do it too so (laughs) this is this is my my tech thing you know (laughs) i love with old school right i know i don't know if you guys do it but i definitely still do it too (laughs) it just feels good um but but a a well-organized calendar you know um and then man internal discipline and and staying focused and and uh you know i i i really want to caution people around where social media has has headed and um you know i'm not distracted by that stuff i if if it's not a tool i want nothing to do with it i i don't want to be wasting my time on on um you know i I love my friends and family, but I don't care if you're, you know, eating a banana on the side of a mountain, um, you know, tell me about it when we meet, you know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I think it's even harder for the newer generation, right? Uh, because they do everything online and they, it's very hard for them to stay productive. So, you know, this was a really good point, uh, in business. If you're, you know, watching this and you really see someone that's extremely successful that has, uh, you know, have, Todd has taken many businesses to, you know, the levels where a lot of you want to be and uh, the way Todd lives and, you know, closing his phone and looking at Facebook. These are all stuff that, you know, they're for real. I, you know, I personally have seen how, how Todd is and it's true and it's so much value from it. People think it's just something nice to say, like, oh, I don't use a lot of Facebook. Well, really a lot of people don't like it's not something crazy or nice that you just say 
Yeah. In, unless it's, it's a component to your business, that's when you, you, you know, um, it should be a tool. And, and for us, for example, Instagram is a tool We're we're using it to deliver value to our, our customer base who are on there. But, um, you know, it, it, the distractions and, and the, the competition for your eyeballs and your attention is excessive. And so, um, you know, in order to be productive, the tools that I would use is less tools. Don't, don't have, you know, Slack open, don't have, put yourself on D and D on Skype, you know, all of these things. So utilize, uh, your time, um, you know, to, to check things off, off your, your handwritten list, you know, I, there, there's value in putting pen to paper and what it feels like when you're writing and looking at, at the thing you want to accomplish and then uh, doing that. Absolutely. So we had, uh, you know, another question earlier, and I don't want to miss it. Um, you know, you mentioned about testing the offer and, you know, Carlos um, said if it's possible to really test an offer um, over a week in native. Um, so I personally think it's possible because we do it all the time, but I'll let Todd confirm as well. Yeah, this is, you know, oftentimes what we would see is somebody already has, um traffic you know they they they've been promoting in the diet niche and so they'll already have a bunch of um you know sites uh whitelisted so they can just pump you know into there we 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 can we can know within three days whether or not we we've got a front-end converting offer that we can start to optimize and and you know you just have to spend the time you you know, if you're an affiliate that already has, has traffic, you can, you can do it in three days. Or if you're with a network that, that has people that has traffic, you just have to pay for it You say like, I don't, because, you know, if your offer doesn't convert, well, that affiliate's going to lose, you know, a few thousand, you know, to several thousand dollars by testing your offer. So you just have to compensate them and say, listen, if you, if you pop this in your peak traffic time and you've got good converting diet traffic and I'll compensate you accordingly, then, then, you know, by and large, they're, they're willing to do that. That's awesome. That's great. Well, I don't know if you realized, I thought we were chatting for like 10 minutes. It's been an hour. Um, so we should probably do this more often. <laughs> I'm, I was really excited. We got a lot of questions, which we always love. Um, if it's one thing you want everyone to take away you know, from our speech, uh, what would that be? Yeah, I would, you know, just given the way this is shaped up and, and, and the, the nature of the discussion, I would say, take the time to master a craft, become a master. Don't, don't get distracted by uh, unicorns and rainbows. If you want to be an affiliate, be an affiliate. You know, uh, I know lots of guys around here in Victoria that are just strictly affiliates that are building $4 million houses as we speak um, because they're good at their craft. And, uh, you know, if, if you're going to be a product owner, be a product owner, focus on customer success. But and I, I would pick uh, one piece of the triangle, start to, to build that out. And then once you've got a very good framework, uh, and you understand all of the components, you can start to build those core competencies on on a larger scale within within a bigger business. But uh, if you're just getting started, or if you if you you're kind of in that mid range, just focus on it, get good at it, because um, you know it's it's an incredible 
it's it's incredibly valuable um you know to to product owners and and so i would encourage you to to become a master that's fantastic i love it todd you are wonderful yeah. uh we really really appreciate it uh yeah. all of you guys thank you for being present all your awesome comments uh you can still reach out obviously even you know when we're not live and we'll try our best to answer to your comments on the on the facebook chat for the video i'll make sure to tag todd if i'm uh if i don't know the answer but thank you guys thank you todd i uh yeah. love appreciate you. Thank you so much. It was great to hang out with you again.